times had changed. Yeah, boy. And and yet, I'm being called to respect and honor the rather easy efforts of my superiors who hung a few door hangers. And now they're freaking experts. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and we talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. Hey, Willie, uh, you know, I know we're not sociologists or anthropologists or anything like that, but um, uh, I just wanted to, to try something out and see if, it, you know, see if it works. All right. Um, sure. I want to talk about the generations, you know, and it... And, and really three main generations, maybe maybe four or five. But okay. um, you know, if we if we put the generations as the builders, yeah, um, and the boomers, yep, and then Gen X, yep, then the millennials, yep, and then let's call, you know, the the Gen X or Gen Y or whatever, yep. you know, uh, Z, I think is it Z. Z. Is it? Yeah. Um uh there are some differences, right? There, there, there are trends that happen yeah, as yeah, the sure. country is, sure. is changing and our culture continues. And the builders were well known for trying to implement systems and uh, and grow the yeah. the the nation. They also went to war and right. fought for the nation and laid down their lives. And right. um, and uh, Tom Brokaw has called him the greatest generation. Sure, for good uh, reason. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then there are boomers and. Uh, we're the we're Gen X, which is yep. kind of the forgotten gen, generation. You know, we, yep. we haven't gotten a lot of attention, and all of the heat these days has been between millennials and boomers. Right, right. So it's like grandkids and their grandparents. Right, right. right. Fighting. Yes. Um, and you know, someone has said, uh, "Okay, boomer." Uh huh. Right, 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 right. So yeah. Uh, and that, and there's the word Karen. You know what a Karen is? Oh, sure. And a Kyle. Yeah. Um, or a Carl. I can't. You know, I'm not sure which is which, yeah. but um, it's the male version of the Karen. Right. And I've heard both of those, Kyle yeah. and Carl. Okay. Um, and it's so Karen is typically a white boomer woman uh-huh. who is just bossy and yep. trying to. To, to regulate everyone else's behavior when yep. we know that yep. the boomers were were one of the most indulgent yes. generations in the you know, the whole hippie movement and all right, of that. Right, right, right. So, anyway, I've thought a little bit about this, and I I know you've said you've you've thought just a little bit about. I have it. to. I thought oh, yeah. we would sure. um, talk about some of the differences we see, and uh, and these could maybe be thrown into the hopper. Okay, if yeah. It, if it looks like there's something there that's bigger than just okay. kind of a, a passing over the the generations, but yeah. um, as Gen Xers, yeah. that's you and I, Yeah, um, and, and really we're kind of late in the Gen X, you know, yes. it, it kind of wraps up in the, in the uh, 75, I think, okay. yeah, that, that, you know, right. just before the eighties hits, uh, we were born in, I was born in 73. Uh-huh. And what year were you born? 74. 74. Okay. Um, and so we remember parts of the seventies. Oh, sure. And of course we were, we were in, Middle school and high school in the 80s. Right, that's right. Yeah, and then college in the early 90s. That's right. Um, and so uh, we see a lot of attention going to millennials these days. Yeah. And a lot of, like I said, arguments with the boomers. Yes. But not a lot about the Gen Xers. Yeah. Um, what are your first thoughts on that, why that is? Yeah, I think it's because Gen Xers, we, have not, it, uh, we haven't done a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the boomers are the ones who did who uh, the sexual revolution, uh-huh. and they were big in, of course, the um, uh, civil rights movement 
and you know those two things kind of um, you know not too far from each other, mm-hmm. and they really changed the world in lots of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have anything quite like that. The boomers now have uh, they're the ones who are in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. Right, the builders are basically going on, and and a lot of my patients are from that era. Yeah, um, I still work some with World War II veterans, but most of those are are have died already. Yeah, and so a lot of the folks who are really in charge of a lot of our uh, are the boomers, and yeah. so they're, st- they're still getting a lot of attention. They're very very uh, self indulgent and uh, Gen Xers. We will be at some point in charge of most things. Because we'll be the older ones. We're not quite there yet, though. Uh-huh. And in our youth, we did very little. We grew up on TV in, with, with, uh, you know, in, in a way that the boomers uh, didn't as much. This is interesting. I have a very different take on it. Do you? Okay. I do. Yeah. Um, I think that the, uh, when I look at the way I was raised, which is not a reflection of my parents at all. I'm just talking about society. Society, yeah. Um, school and all of it. Yeah. Uh, there was a very high regard for institution. Um, they were modernists, right? Sure, that's uh, right. That's yeah, right. they were modernists. And the high institution, high respect for authority. Yes. There's a way to do things that yes. works. There's a dumb way to do things that doesn't work. Yep. Make sure that you live your life this way and you have this sort of discipline. Goofus and Gallant. Uh, do you remember that? I the, don't know. That cartoon from uh, Highlights Magazine? No. Do you know Highlights Magazine? I know Highlights Magazine. I didn't read it, though. I wasn't like a... <laughs> I read everything. That's what I, if it was in print, I read it. So there was a cartoon. What are you talking about? So there's a there was a cartoon in there about two boys. One was named Goofus. The other one was named Gallant. And it was it'd be two frames. Mm-hmm. Every every uh, cartoon of Goofus yeah. and Gallant was two frames, and one was Goofus a doing the stupid yeah. thing, and Gallant doing the good, doing thing. the right thing. Yeah. that's what you're talking about. Okay. It's Goofus and Gallant. Why were they named that? No, um, so. <laughs> Uh, it yeah. was it was happenstance. It was yeah, a, so that's that's a, the modernists, right? I mean, the modernists, yes, the, yes. the the uh, the westerns, yes. right? There's a good guy and a and a and bad guys, and, right? And, and right, right, right. There's truth is easily discernible, yes, and you yes. you do what's right. And okay, so the the boomers uh, also as more indulgent. I think you know most of our wealth, yes, is uh, most of the wealth of the world is held by boomers, correct? And that's part partly because of their position in life, yes. But there's more to it, say the millennials. Yes. The millennials are criticizing the boomers yes. as being the most indulgent, to being yes. selfish, of yes. being uh, holding on to their wealth, of not being about social programs, of not being about helping their fellow man, but right. individualism yes. in a very negative way. Yes. We have not come out and criticized either generation um, that way. Uh-huh. The boomers have criticized the millennials for being weak and yes. indulgent in their yes. own way. Yes. That they are not tough, that they um, they cave, they need their safe places, they yes. can't live without their cell phone and social media, and they yes. um, yes. they they get anxious and depressed easily and don't have any fortitude. Uh-huh. Um, those are some of the back and forth that, that I, I feel like it's just like a ping pong match. I'm, I'm looking this way, looking that way. Yeah, me too. Um, and so when I think about Gen Xers, I don't think that we, we haven't, done anything is so much as I was raised to be like a boomer. And as I have moved into the realm where I should be getting some form of respect from the younger generation, I don't have it. Hmm. It was demanded of me by the boomer. You will obey this, the, the structures and the systems and, and your elders, you will mind your elders. And again, this is not my parents. This is just society. 
Um, and now as I, in a, as I move into the, the position of being a pastor or, you know, when I was a planter or um, when I was trying to connect with people of the younger generation, what I felt was, was if anything, a lack of respect. Yes. A treatment that I was irrelevant, yes. that it was some sort of dinosaur who didn't know what was really up. Right. Because I didn't, I didn't grow up on the internet. And I didn't grow up with a cell phone. So sure, I, I, sure. I must be an idiot. Um, that everything I need to know is in this device, and I've always had this device. It's right. almost like an extension of my brain, right? It's right. or a prosthetic god, one of my friends calls it. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't need you for anything. I yeah. don't need to learn from teachers. I have everything at my hands, yeah, at my fingertips. Yeah. yeah. And so I have felt as a Gen Xer just what we have, we were labeled early on is like this forgotten. Generation, yeah. this, the, the Gen X, yes. right? We're not the boomers. We're not the millennials. And so I don't see a place in the future where Gen Xers are going to rule the world. I think it's going to move from boomers to millennials. Maybe. I think some of the, some of the critique of the millennials is uh, warranted, mm-hmm. and some of it is not. And I say that because uh, the uh, young people have always been... I mean, going back many generations, certainly the ones that we're talking about, uh-huh. young people have been um, uh, have disregarded the the authority over them. Yeah, and that just—I mean—they just don't provide the respect. Um, you know, the the uh, boomers didn't respect the the uh, you their, know, their elders, mm-hmm. and that's what you know. And so, the fact that they are disrespectful and that you're not feeling the respect, I think that that is just that's just young people. That's that's uh-huh. all. It's every generation. Do you think Gen Xers disrespected their boomer parents? Yeah, at the same to the same degree that that. See, now that's difficult to mm-hmm. know. It is to the same degree. I don't know, uh-huh. but always like the, every generation has said, uh, "I we weren't that bad," mm-hmm. and. It may be just because we weren't, uh, you know, from my, you know, when yeah. I was doing it, I didn't feel that disrespectful. Yeah. Um, and now that I'm on the other side of it, it's, it's so it's hard. I think that's difficult to say. On the other hand, I don't think that it's uh, that millennials uh, are free from any criticism. Um, I think yeah. that they are soft, and I'm not sure that it's that's their fault exactly. Right. Um, although maybe at times it is. I look at my my own peers, and they are, uh, I think, a lot softer than mm-hmm. I am, and that may be because I grew up in poverty, right? Uh-huh. I grew up really poor and having to work really hard, and I look around at now I'm not now I'm in solidly in the middle class, and I look around at other people who were that are my age that are solidly in the middle class, and yeah, I, I there's not the there's something that I, I uh, yeah there, there's there's a difference there's mm-hmm. a difference for sure, and. It reminds me a little bit of when I think about generations. Uh, the there's a there's a phrase I've thought about a whole bunch, and, and sometimes I use it in teaching, and I use it here. Uh, tough ta- tough times make for strong men. Strong men make for good times. Good times make for weak men, and weak men make for tough times. Mm-hmm. And then repeat that cycle. And I think that the toughest times in all the generations that we've been talking about was World War II. Mm -hmm. And that made for strong men. And that that generation helped to make a better world, for sure. 
for the United States. I mean, the, the difference between the United States before World War II and after World War II, tremendous. I mean, mm-hmm. it's almost like a different nation. It's almost like a different nation. And we're living in with such wealth and luxury, that, and those people are now boomers. Those are the boomers. Uh, now, the boomers were born, uh, they were kids during World War II. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and shortly afterwards. Yeah. Right, those, those kids who were born... Yeah, what did you just say then? Those people are the boomers. That, that's the builders you're talking about. The builders were, the, were during tough times, yeah. World War II, oh, made okay, for strong you. men. The yeah. builders are the strong men and women. Yeah. I'm saying men. Yeah. I mean men and women. Uh-huh. And that made a better world, a right. better United States, for yeah. sure. Uh, and the better world is uh, that gr- those right. people grew up... Um, living in this beautiful world that, uh-huh. of, of lots and lots of wealth and expanding wealth were the boomers. Uh-huh. And that made things easier. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, and so I'm, I'm not sure exactly that I can match this up exactly with the generations. Uh, right, of course not. I mean, But the, the maxim still is true that, that, that there's the cycle of things. Uh-huh. And I think the millennials... Uh, don't have. I think there's a lot of existential angst that they have, and sure. misery is all consuming. Uh-huh. So talking when I talk to millennials, they think of they think of they've got hard times, but when I think about their hard times compared to other people's hard times, yeah, it's there's not much like. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't know too many millennials. I mean, as a generation, they have not suffered very much. They've gone yeah. through a lot of threats and difficulties, and and mm-hmm. uh, but they've all. You know, it's it's uh, they haven't been deprived of freedoms yeah. and that's yeah. Right. I I have to remind myself that um, when someone who is young is suffering something that I think is rather ridiculous, um, they nonetheless are suffering. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. You said that as much. Absolutely, uh, that, absolutely. That where they are. At that stage, I remember uh, suffering over really stupid things yeah, when sure. I was younger. Sure. I, I think that's just kind of normal, right? So th- th- things are a bigger deal when you're a teenager or a kid, and then um, you, you go through some real stuff, and, and it changes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so that might be a function of just time and maturity. Um, um, maybe. So yeah. uh, mi- misery is all-consuming. And so when somebody suffers, they can't think of anything else. Mm-hmm. I get that. I really do. However, when your misery is, I've got a terrible toothache, and I have to wait till tomorrow until the, the dentist takes my tooth out. That's yeah. all I can think about. I don't sleep. Right. But then tomorrow, my tooth is taken out, and then I'm back to normal, mm-hmm. and life is okay. That's very different than someone who says, uh, I have a toothache, and it's never going to be replaced because there is no dentist, and this is going to get infected. And then I'm going to be disabled, or I can't right. eat, and I can't, and so then that then I can't work on the farm, and I can't. I'm, so suffering is all consuming. That's true. But when it's when you're suffering, and then immediately it's resolved, and then you're suffering, and it's immediately resolved, or it's the ex, or or maybe the suffering is, I you know my dress isn't ready for the ball tonight, or something. Uh, I don't know why I made that a female, but uh, um you know the 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 incredible wealth. The kind of suffering that incredibly wealthy people have, it's still suffering because everyone has suffering. No matter, right. No, right. W- 
this is the uh, the princess and the pea, right? You put a the 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 fairy tale. You put a pea underneath uh, ten mattresses, and she sleeps on top. And she's so freaking sensitive that she can't sleep because of the pea that's under ten mattresses down. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's. I think that kind of stuff really happens. That's a, that's a fairy tale that has lasted forever because the person who lives in the most luxury yeah. still finds something to right. complain about and to and that they're that's suffering. Right. And so, so and and that's all that the, that completely consumes them and their thoughts uh, is is where they're suffering. Yeah. And so, but there is, I think, there's a huge difference between uh, different kinds of levels of suffering when you go through war. Uh, and then that, as a teenager, because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking World War II. Those soldiers in World War II, yeah, that changes them for the rest of their lives, and everything else is uh, that that's different from the princess and the pea, right? They're both suffering, and they're yeah. both consumed by it. But there's yeah. some big difference I too. I think I think what I'm talking about. I, I hear what you're saying, and I agree. I'm just saying that I, I, that each generation is going to have its degree of suffering when it's it, when its time has come, and maybe some will have more than others. And that's true. We just went through a pandemic, and yes. some, some forms of suffering that are different than war. But yes, um, and war may be coming. Um, and so, you know, I think that the, the millennials um, and the the Gen Zs uh, they they'll have their their sufferings, yeah, yeah. right? And I think they'll mature through that and so forth. I think what I'm talking about more is um, some of the differences I've seen in the um, uh, the honoring, okay, uh, the meisms, right? Now yes. I'm not saying that that Gen Xers are not selfish. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, um, I think every generation is selfish. Sure, right? sure, sure. That's right. But it, but the builders seem to be a whole lot less selfish. Yes. At least they were more community. They were more. Uh, they were trying to build something. That's why they're called the oh, builders. Yes. Yeah, they're trying to promote systems and society. And most people today, the that um, that I run into are just kind of. I think the boomers, they weren't trying to build systems. They were trying to benefit from systems. It yes, seems that's right. And the Gen Xers, I, I'm not sure what we're doing. Yes, right. Um, we're not we're not exactly trying to benefit from systems. We're not exactly building systems. We really are kind of this lost generation. The millennials, you're yeah, saying. Then the millennials, they 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 have causes. They have things that they care about, um, and they want to they want to to build something and do something. But there is a difference in their dependency on the phone. The difference in their their some kind of lack of fortitude or like I hear you. I think they will mature. I, I'm praying that, that that will be the case. Yeah. That yeah. they will they will strengthen and they'll use that those ambitions. Yeah. Uh, and maybe it's just a matter of time before they get disillusioned and they, they have their midlife crisis and then we'll see what kind of, of metal we really have there. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, am I making sense? I you are. You yeah. are. And the and the generations are different for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh they have their strengths and they have their weaknesses. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess uh, here we are. We're we're doing a podcast, and most of our listeners are um, probably Gen Xers, right? Oh, you think so? I think so. Um, they're Gen Xers and they're uh, older millennials. That's uh, probably my uh, my okay. guess. Uh-huh. I don't think a lot of boomers listen to podcasts, right? Oh, that's probably true. Yeah. I think um, I think we have a lot of Gen Xers, and we could have a lot more if they if podcasts were more um, interesting to Gen Xers. But for some, it is. And but the material that we're talking about, the nuancing that we're doing, I think we're speaking their language. Um, yeah, yeah. 
and I think that that's you know, I'm I, I would like to to continue to give voice to to the <laughs> for Gen X generation, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, and the millennials don't have a problem raising their voice. It seems. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, and I don't know what Gen Zs are going to do yet. I mean, they're still young. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, but I, I fully thought when I was in my forties that the younger generations, you know, when I was a, when I was younger, I always wanted older men in the church to disciple me. Uh-huh. I was always trying to get time. Yeah. With the elders when I was in college, and yeah, yeah. you know, I, I just wanted to get time. Yeah. And um, I I think that that has changed. Okay. Um, now we have some wonderful college students at our church, and they pursue me for time, and I love it. It's yeah, great. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think generally speaking, it has changed mm. that uh, you and I are a whole lot less relevant to the younger generations than I think we viewed our elders. That could be. Uh, I could be off, but that seems to be my perspective. On the other hand, it may be you and I are unique even in our own generation. It's hard to know. It's yeah. hard to know. I mean, it's you, you and I are always after wisdom and always looking for more help, even now. And I'm not sure that's true for everyone of our generation and our age. Hmm. Anywho. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, do you know this song? Ding, 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 ding. Inside your local coffee shop, sporting a main bun and facial hair. Somehow he believes, although he has no job, that by his 30s he will be a millionaire. M I L L E N N I A L. Gotta love millennials. M I L L E N N I A L. On her Instagram With the quote that's inspirational Hopes to change the world While wearing yoga Hands on with her dreams And knowledge of essential oils M-I-L-L-E-N
Obviously, there's some funny stuff there, and then some uh, trying to warn uh, at the end. Um, yeah. I have hope that there, there's going to be maturity. Um, you know, that, uh, uh, I don't even know how COVID's going to play a role in this, but I know it's been difficult. Yeah. Um, and uh, there will be other things. Yeah. There sure. will be other points of, of, of maturity. But yeah, um, I, I definitely know that you and I grew up in a different world. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Then the, the kind of helicopter, yeah. Safety. Um, I was a latchkey kid. Yeah, me too. I would just come home from school. Yep. Get my key out. Yep. Yeah. I mean, run around the neighborhood, run through the woods, totally. go down the creeks. Yeah. Um, On the other hand, we were not part of the sexual revolution or mm-hmm. the civil rights movement. Uh huh. That was already done by the time we came up. So we're not part of that generation. We're not part of the helicopter parent. We're, we're in this middle space. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm sure there's more to think about that, but... Hey, if you've got more to think about that and you want to uh, tell us uh, about your generational experience or where we, where our analyst, uh, analysis, you can help us out here, uh, write to us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 214-267-9287. I really want to learn more about this. So I kind of... Um bailed out on what I really really wanted to go. Oh, which which was talking about church planting oh, generationally. Heavens. We didn't even come up with that at all. Uh yeah, here's here's been my experience. All right, all right. Um and maybe there'll be a place for this or not. Okay. So there are there are guys in our denomination who are in charge of the committee that runs church planting. Yes. And I interacted with them regularly as I was being trained how to plant a church. The problem is that I was being trained how to plant a church in the method that they planted a church in a very different time in history that worked for them in with ease. Yes. When they were planting in the 80s, one yeah. guy, one, yeah, one of the guys yeah, who yeah. was a, a, a mentor or, or you know, um, uh, in a place to, to speak into my church planting world, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said that he successfully planted a church by, by hanging door hangers. Right, 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 right. And um and I was like, Oh, mercy. You you started a church by hanging door hangers? Uh yeah. That those days are gone, bro. Yeah. Um and I dropped tens of thousands of flyers yeah. and I sent out thirty thousand mailers. Yeah. yeah. And I did all manner of uh yeah. of yeah. advertising for VBS, for Dave Ramsey classes, for Bible studies, for Christianity Explored. Yeah. I coached all of these sports and tried to meet all of the parents and won their I, I won their respect and affections, but sure. I couldn't get them in my church. Right. Times right. had changed. Yeah, boy. And and yet I'm being called to respect and honor the rather easy efforts oh, of my superiors who yes. hung a few door hangers. Right. And now they're freaking experts. Right. And and the problem with me is me. Right. 
right? I must not, I must not share the gospel. I must be lacking in talent, or right. I must not be self-aware or something, because yeah. church planting is a formula, and as long as you punch the formula and you hang, you do the work of hanging the do- things on the door, right. people show up to your church. Right. Um, in that day, the came and went. Yeah. But in their minds, they're still like a rock star. Yep. That's the boomers, right? Yep. Those are the boomers. Yep. Then below me, there are people who have sort of the same mentality. Hmm. They are the relevant ones who know what's up. They know that they they need new wine and new wineskins. Okay. And the Gen Xers have been we've been pulled along by this this delusion of the boomers and their own fancies of themselves. Yeah. And we've been trying to live up and, and follow their ways and respect their ways, and we haven't innovated enough. I see. But there now is enough distance that the that the millennials can innovate. And so they see you and I as rather irrelevant yeah. and dinosaurs. And we yeah. don't, we're not tech savvy and we're not, we don't have, you know, we, we still use paper Bibles for heaven's sake. Right. What's wrong with us? Right. You know, like we just get out the hammer and chisel and carve out some, some stuff on stone. Yeah. We have technology and we know what we need to, and everything that's, that can be known is in a book or is on the internet. Yeah. And so I don't need you anymore. Right. I have no need of you. Yeah. That's what we see yeah. um, from the younger generation. And then you, we, we see a song like this where they're saying, man, these people are going to be president one day. Yeah. What's going to happen to us? Right. You know, like, who's going to be taking care of their elders then? Yeah. Because uh, maybe that's our fault. Maybe we haven't passed that down. Yeah. Maybe we're embittered with the way that we have to had to honor the indulgences of the boomers. Mm. And we didn't want to pass that down, but we're not getting any respect from the millennials. Yeah. And we're just in the, in no man's land. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're, you know, they, they're fighting They're I mean, for someone to say, okay, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know? And, and, and this, this girl uh, across the seas, who's all about the environment and has her, her oh, yeah. emotional fits on, you know, uh-huh. Chelsea, whatever has her emotional yeah. cry fests and, and, can, and, and fusses at the boomers that she's right. They, they right. have to look to her for inspiration to take care of their own world. Right. And and of course, there's a valid criticism there. Yeah. But sure. it's also done in such a millennial way, or yes, even a yes, Gen yes, Z, yes. you know, like this uh, this emotional, you know, bloodbath. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Probably yes. lacking a lot of information about right. uh, you know environmental science. Right. Um. And is is very trendy and right. Uh, right so that right, right. that's kind of where I'm 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 kind of wrestling with this. Um. Uh, oh, okay. So I guess Gen Xers can't do anything right, you know. We, yeah. we, we didn't have the ease of the boomers, and right. we're, we're not the tech generation and the savvy of uh, of what's culturally relevant. We don't wear our we don't wear skinny jeans, right? So for heaven's sake, we don't know what we're doing for the younger generation. Well, you know, that's cause, okay because I can't name fifteen rappers anymore unless right. they're from the eighties. Right. So I, clearly, I'm outdated. I'm antiquated. Yes. And so I, I feel like you and I are in no man's land. Did any all my all Gen X people feel this? I think to some degree. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Let me give a little bit of love to the Gen X people. I, I do know this. I, I'm pretty sure this is right. That uh, the generation that gives to charity more per capita than any other is Gen X by far. Is that so? Right now. That's easy to believe. Right now. Um, I, no, I'm sorry. At any, uh, I think that the boomers give more, but when they were at our place, mm-hmm. they gave much, much, much less. Mm-hmm. They have more, and so they're giving more. Yeah. But when they were at our place, they gave much less. Mm-hmm. Builders gave much less. And uh, when Gen X was 
at the place where millennials are, Gen X gave more. Uh-huh. In terms of, of f- f- investing our money uh-huh. in projects that we that can't return uh, to us, uh, we are very generous people. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, don't we feel better about ourselves now? There it is. Yes. <laughs> hey, we are interested. If you're a millennial or if you're a boomer and want to uh, criticize Gen X, I'm happy to hear it yeah. and defend your own or even provide criticism of your own generation. That's fine. Uh, these are the kind of things that, that we love to learn about and wrestle with and yeah. uh, expose our blind spots for sure. And if you just want to keep pinging back and forth between the boomers and millennials, we'll just keep turning our head back. That's right. Bing, bing, bing. (laughs) Hey, this is Dave at the Hopper Podcast. Are you tired of people being divisive, angry, or even cruel to each other, especially to those with whom they disagree? At the Hopper Podcast, we want to bridge people together and listen to opposing views so we can all grow. If this sounds like a good idea to you, please like, subscribe, and share the Hopper with someone right now. Thanks. Willie, I know that you like hearing odd stories from the interwebs. I've got I like one to for hear you. Odd stories from anywhere, but yes, yeah. they seem to, there's there's good collections of them on the interwebs. Yes, um, this is about a teenage gang of girls that seduced and killed Nazis. What? Yes, um, it's really a couple sisters, and there was a a, a third lady i probably won't spend much time on that but um let me talk about these two sisters okay and, and this they're, they're uh they're dutch okay they're from north holland yeah and this is um be uh, this is during world war ii of course with the nazis uh freddie and truus i think that's how you say her okay. name it's yeah. uh, it, it, i'm not even gonna try their last I don't know name dutch yeah i mean who does do the dutch Nobody. even know dutch no, that's... um yeah so they were uh, you, have you heard if you're not dutch you're not much. I haven't heard that, but I'm yeah. so glad that you said that. Yeah, it, yeah. It's helped my day. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> so, they had a house where they had Jewish refugees. Okay, okay. this is during World War II. This is during World War II. Okay. And so they, they regularly housed people fleeing the Nazis. And um, when the Nazis invaded, um, they decided to join with a... Uh, a resistance group. Yeah. Small, but they were trying to fight the Nazis in okay, the way sure. that they could. And they were obviously not military, but they were calling themselves soldiers and were fighting for their freedom and yeah. so forth. Yeah. Um, and one of the things they did is they would pass out propaganda and yep. hang up propaganda. And they could ride around on their bikes because they looked like a couple girls. And sure. they would they would dress up and braid their hair in such a way that they looked younger than they were. Oh, so even they, younger than they were. Yeah. So that yeah. they could kind of get past Nazis and just be because they're not a threat. Yeah, just a couple gotcha. girls on okay. their bikes, and so they are in this this Dutch resistance, and that eventually led to them to luring Nazis into the woods to oh. be killed. Wow. Uh, yeah. So this is a small rebellion, and they taught these girls how to like blow up bridges and use weapons and Whoa. become yeah to become soldiers, uh, but they could roam around doing missions undetected because they. You know, the Nazis thought they were yeah. just a couple of girls on their yeah, bicycles. Sure. And they might be uh, passing information, currying information, you know, or, okay. or weapons, or yeah. um, helping people move to hiding spots and My running refugees. 
um, help people secure a false identification and just be able to be out and about without being questioned all the time. And, yeah. you know, like a, like a guy yeah. who's just walking around, they're going to question. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, sure. The Gestapo is after you. Yeah. Uh, but they were kind of riding under the radar right yeah, there sure. in front of the Nazis. But then, yeah, it led into this, what they later described as a necessary evil um, was to lure these officers into the woods where, uh, the resistance would kill them. Yeah. Uh, there might be a guy or two waiting for them, and they would uh, they were going to like a bar and start flirting with a, a yeah, Nazi. That's a, yeah. So when you say luring them, they're yeah. they're sexually they're, yeah yeah okay. Um, okay. It's just flirting and and yeah. Ask then asking, hey, you want to you want to go for a walk with me in the woods? And the guy thinks he's going to get lucky, right? Um, yeah. You know, and they try to get officers, the SS, um, and they get them out to take a walk in the woods and then they're, Boom, they're they killed. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually that led to them uh, dispatching of their own targets. Wow. So Yeah, so they started uh, what they, they later called liquidations. Oh my goodness. They're just trying to dispatch of Nazi officers. Yeah. Um, Killing them. Yeah. 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 And they even uh, would ride on their bike and shoot from the bike when it was, when they thought they could get away with it. Oh my goodness. Um and so they were, uh, they were guerrilla warfare. Yeah, for sure. But, That's amazing. But it was a couple girls, and then they added a third. Um, and this was, uh, I just thought this was fascinating, um, that they would have that kind of gumption and, uh, and metal to do this kind of work. I've never heard this story before. Yeah, so this, the third girl, um, uh, I can't say her first name. Uh, we'll just call her Joanna. That's one of her names. Um, she was, she joined and she was doing the same thing, only she had distinctive red hair Okay, that she dyed uh, okay. to keep covered. But she was uh, eventually identified because of the roots of her hair. Oh. And um, she was executed. And these two sisters, um, as they, after the war and they grew older, they don't like to talk about all this. Sure. Uh, but they did uh, create a foundation and a memorial for their comrade in arms who died by the Nazis. Um, and they said that they uh, don't want to talk about it because one should not ask a soldier about any of that. Huh. Um, but they, they went on to live long lives. Um, I just thought that just caught my eye. Absolutely. That's That was at a time when women were didn't really do that sort of work. Uh, I mean, the yeah. soldiers, like, yeah. you know, there weren't many women soldiers at that time. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting story. Yeah, so. I'm glad to know about that, for sure. Well, there you go. Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. You made it to the end of this week's episode. Congratulations. You win the first 15 seasons of the classic TV show Lassie, all on VHS. Lassie. Hey, Lassie's great. To claim that prize, write us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com or record a short voice memo on your phone and send it to thehopperpodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time where we'll discuss the joys of COVID nose blindness. There are some joys. There's some benefits. Absolutely. Some real benefits. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and join our Facebook group for more Hopper goodness. The Hopper Podcast is sponsored this week by The Cornballer, now available in Sudden Valley Homes.
The cornballer. The cornballer. You what? <laughs> What's you, the cornballer? You don't know the cornballer? No. He sponsored us. He sponsored us. It's a him. It's an it. I think. Okay. Yeah. It's like the leprechaun. Do you really not know the cornballer? No. That's going to be a call out. Does this have to do with cornhole? <laughs> <laughs> It's from Arrested Development. It's a. It's uh, oh okay. I've only seen like a season of that. Okay, it yeah. is. It is one of the most hilarious jokes. Uh, a, a product called the cornballer. Hey, I gotta it's, tell it's you a story. It's a good one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I gotta tell you a story. I don't know if we're gonna put it at the end of the episode or all not. Right, but, all right. Uh, so I'm at a family event. Okay, and this is when cornhole has just come out. Okay, and some of my family is out playing this game, yeah. which which me and my cousin, who's a, a real urbanite, yeah, uh, have not really heard of. Okay. And uh, someone in my family has got, uh, you know, there's some Southern draws. Yeah. And so we're sitting there talking inside and outside. Occasionally we hear something go like this, cornhole. And we're like looking at each other like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And then we sit there and we keep talking. And a little bit later, cornhole. (laughs) (laughs) And my, my, my urbanite cousin, it goes, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what are they doing out there? What's happening? Is, are we in the same family? I don't know. First, first time I heard about cornhole, somebody said, "We're gonna. Uh, would you like to come over here and play cornhole?" And I was like, "Pardon? No." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't hmm? get the joke, but no, I don't. Yeah. And. They're like, no, no, we're really paying cornhole. I'm like, all right, have fun with that. Yeah, jeez. I had no idea what you it was. remember that video game a long time ago called Hunt the Wampus? Hunt the Wampus. Hunt yep. the Wampus. I do. <laughs> Hunt the I Wampus. Is it the Wampus is worth hunting, right? It's <laughs> The Wampus must be desirable because we're, we're going to hunt after it. I thought the Wampus was coming after you and you had to... Defend I don't know, yourself. Whatever. Defend you yourself against yourself the wampus. wampus. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember it really well. the The name of the game was much more interesting, than <laughs> right? The, the actual game. The <laughs> it seems like I looked it up at one point, and you can play it online. But it's like from really, really early computer days. Yeah. And so, like, it's ridiculously simple. Yeah. Uh, the wampus is like uh, a set of parentheses with a colon in between yes, or something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's the wampus. Oh, no, it's the wampus. <laughs> is, is that a creature? Or am I supposed to want the, I don't know, do I want to hunt the wampus? I don't get it. 